0: Hi, this is the Self-Rejuvenating Body Podcast with Dr. Harlan Mittag. Each week, sometimes twice a week, I'll be showing you how to get your body to shift from a degenerating, deteriorating, inflammatory, or inflammaging state to a state of self-rejuvenation. One where next month or next year, you will look and feel younger and better than you do today. Once a week, I'll give you a challenge, something for you to do, that if you do it, will start to shift your body into a self-rejuvenating mode. I'll be doing these challenges right along with you, and I'll report back honestly each week as to how I did with the challenge. And now here's this week's podcast. How to prepare your immune system for wintertime. Discover how to instantly boost your immune system with safe and natural strategies by Dr. Harlan Mittag. Table of Contents. Introduction. Get plenty of sleep. Stay active. Eat whole plant foods. Micro and phytonutrients. Eat healthy fats. Eat probiotic-rich foods. Limit sugar intake. Stay hydrated. Reduce stress. Quit smoking. Conclusion. Conclusion supplement recommendations, and resources. Welcome to the book, and I will start with the introduction. This is Dr. Mittag. Introduction. Your immune system is an amazing machine. It's responsible for keeping your body safe from outside invaders like viruses, bacteria, fungi, and toxins. There are two main parts of your immune system. The part you were born with Innate or non specific system, and the part you develop from exposure to the environment, the adaptive, acquired, or specific system. Your immune system is made up of various organs, cells, and proteins skin cells, blood, bone marrow, tissues and organs like the thymus and lymph glands. A strong immune system is your best defense against illness and infection. Without it, you would have no way of fighting off harmful substances or changes within the body. Your immune system has three main tasks to fight pathogens or disease-causing germs like viruses, bacteria, fungi, or parasites and get them out of your body. Two, to recognize and neutralize harmful substances from the environment what we call toxins. And three, to fight disease-causing changes in the body, like cancer cells. Your immune system is activated by antigens, things the body doesn't recognize as belonging there. These are proteins and other foreign substances on the surfaces of bacteria, viruses, fungi, sometimes foods, and even toxins. When the immune system cells come into contact with these antigens, a whole series of processes is stimulated in your immune system. The good news is that once your immune system comes in contact with a germ, it will recognize that germ if it sees it again. This is why vaccines work to protect you against certain diseases. In this special report, we'll take a look at the top all-natural and safe immune boosters that everyone can take advantage of to strengthen your immune response, increase your resistance to disease and infection, and help you recover more quickly if you do become ill. Let's begin. Get plenty of sleep. Not getting enough sleep can lower your immune response and leave you more likely to succumb to infection. In a study of 164 adults, The ones who slept less than six hours a night proved more likely to catch a cold than those who slept longer. When you're sleep-deprived, your body makes stress hormones like cortisol to keep you awake and alert, and that can suppress your immune system. And you may also take longer to recover if you're sleep-deprived. That's because your body can't make enough antibodies to fight off disease if you're not rested. Your body does a lot of healing and regenerating while you're asleep. Typical adults should try to get 7 or more hours of sleep daily to function properly. Teens need 8 to 10 hours a night. And younger children and infants need to get up to 14 hours of sleep to be at their best. People who got a full 8 hours of sleep had higher levels of T cells or immune cells Than those who slept less, according to a 2019 study. And a 2015 study found that those who get seven hours of sleep are four times less likely to come down with a cold than those who were sleep deprived. Most modern people don't get enough sleep, which is a shame because it's an easy fix to a common problem. Some tips to getting a good night's sleep include limiting your screen time starting two to three hours before bedtime. The blue light from the TV, computer screen, or cell phone has been shown to disrupt your body's natural sleep cycle or circadian rhythm, so shut them all down. Another thing is to limit caffeine use. If you're having a tough time getting to sleep, try skipping caffeine after noon. You should also try sleeping in a totally dark room that is cooler than the rest of your home as your body cools down when it's ready to sleep. Avoid highly stimulating books or conversations right before bed. They get your adrenaline levels up and you'll have more trouble calming back down. Go to bed at the same time every night, even on your days off, and have a set sleep cycle you follow before getting to bed. If you're still having trouble getting to sleep, talk to a doctor, particularly someone in functional medicine, who can look at what is out of balance in your system and then give you natural products and recommendations to help get your body back into sync so that you can sleep easily and rejuvenate yourself every night. Getting a good night's sleep is essential to a healthy immune system as well as many other of your body systems. You can't perform at your best if you're sleep-deprived. The next chapter and thing we have to do to keep our immune system strong, particularly in wintertime, is to stay active. Prolonged intense exercise has been shown to lower your immune response. However, moderate exercise actually boosts that immune response. Studies show that even one session of moderate exercise can increase vaccine effectiveness in those with compromised immune systems. Quote, working out is a powerful way to boost your immune system, says Mark Moyad, MD, MPH, Director of Preventative and Alternative Medicine at the University of Michigan Medical Center. Exercise circulates your antibodies and white blood cells more rapidly, which helps them detect germs more quickly. Quote, being active this way also lowers stress hormones, which reduces your chances of getting sick. According to a study of over a thousand people, those who exercised at least five days a week had almost half the risk of coming down with the common cold than the more sedentary folks. Regular moderate exercise can reduce inflammation too, and that is known to improve your immune system. Exercise can also help your immune cells to regenerate regularly. Examples of moderate exercise include 30 to 60 minutes of brisk walking, jogging, swimming, steady bicycling, and light hiking three to five times a week. Notice that most of these are associated with the outdoors. There's a good reason for taking your exercise outside. Sunlight can stimulate your T-cells special parts of your immune system that help fight off infection. And, being outside brings you into contact with phytoncides and other plant products that can boost your immune function. It also boosts vitamin D levels in your body, which help your immune system further. You should also be doing strength exercises twice a week to stay at your healthiest. The CDC recommends two and one-half hours moderate intensity exercise every week as well as 1 hour and 15 minutes of high intensity aerobic exercise so you should exercise regularly and get enough sunlight to boost your immune system and increase your overall health next chapter eat whole plant foods today's processed diet is a major cause of inflammation in the body our ancestors ate more raw fruits and vegetables, and doctors have proven this is a healthier diet for your immune system as well as for other systems in the body. Whole plant foods are rich in antioxidants and nutrients that strengthen your immune system. Registered dietitian Julia Zumpano, r d l d, had this to say about eating your fruits and vegetables: Quote, "...try to eat a wide variety of foods and aim to eat fruits and vegetables from every color of the rainbow eating a colorful diet is not only artistically pleasing but fresh fruits and veggies are far better for you than processed foods protein is also needed for immune health amino acids help build and maintain immune cells and a low protein diet may reduce your body's ability to fight off infection in a 2013 study mice with a diet of only 2% protein were more severely affected by flu than mice who ate a normal 18% diet. There are three main vitamins needed by your immune system. Vitamin C, B6 and vitamin E. Vitamin C is one of the essential vitamins needed by your immune system. It's important for you to get plenty of natural vitamin C from your diet because your body doesn't store this vitamin. Any vitamin C that you don't use is flushed from the body by your kidneys. The good news is that you can get a lot of vitamin C from foods. Fruits and vegetables rich in vitamin C include citrus fruits and their juices, strawberries, bell peppers, broccoli, kale, and spinach. Another immune system boosting vitamin is B6 or pyridoxin. It's a water soluble vitamin that isn't made in your body. So you need to eat the right foods to get enough for your immune system. Natural sources of B6 include chicken or turkey and cold water fish like salmon or tuna. You can also get B6 from green vegetables and chickpeas, the main ingredient in hummus. So even if you're vegan, you can get plenty of B6 to strengthen your immune system. Vitamin E is a fat soluble vitamin that is a powerful antioxidant. It's found in nuts, seeds, and spinach. Vitamin D is a critical nutrient for immune function. The many roles of vitamin D in the body are still being discovered. In fact, the benefits of vitamin D are found to be so widespread that it is now considered to be more than just a vitamin, but instead a co 94.3% of the US population do not meet the daily intake requirements for vitamin D. Optimal health and immune function is associated with vitamin D blood levels in the range of 40 to 60 nanograms per milliliter. Researchers have shown that the U.S. population's vitamin D level fluctuates with the seasons and consistently drops in the wintertime. This seasonal fluctuation in vitamin D blood levels in the population explains the seasonal rise in flu incidence in the winter. When vitamin D levels are lowest, our immune system function deteriorates. Vitamin D deficiencies are most severe for those living north of the 40 degrees north latitude, especially in the winter months of November through February. Supplementation with vitamin D is the only effective way for northerners to achieve healthy blood levels during the winter time. Medical experts in the field advise taking 5,000 to 8,000 IUs per day of vitamin D3 throughout the winter period. Taking as little as 400 IUs daily has been shown to increase disease-fighting cells like T cells. Foods that contain vitamin D include fatty fish like tuna, mackerel, and salmon, beef liver, cheese, and egg yolks. Next chapter micro and phytonutrients when considering nutrients to support the immune system we should not forget about micronutrients micronutrients include trace minerals and phytonutrients essential trace minerals essential for immune function include zinc copper and selenium because of our copper pipes and copper in our food copper deficiency is not an issue for most americans Zinc deficiency is common in the United States. 21% of the population suffers from zinc deficiency. Zinc is easily and inexpensively supplemented in the form of zinc citrate. Research shows that zinc supplementation has many benefits. Zinc supplementation decreases incidence of pneumonia and need for antibiotics, decreases duration of colds and flu by at least a day. Supplementation by mothers decreases infections in infants. And supplementation decreases child mortality by more than 50%. Foods rich in zinc include oysters, raw, unhulled sesame seeds, pumpkin seeds, adzuki beans, pine nuts, cashews, sunflower seeds, wild rice, edamame, shiitake mushrooms, broccoli, tahini, and kale. While selenium deficiency is considered to be rare in the U.S., nevertheless, persons with immune system dysfunction are often found to be deficient in selenium. Studies have demonstrated that increased blood levels of selenium are associated with an enhanced immune response. Selenium is a strong antioxidant, and is thus protective of the immune system. A good way to get enough selenium in your diet is to eat Brazil nuts. Two Brazil nuts per day provide an adequate selenium intake. If supplemented, the best form of selenium is L-selenomethionine. Another class of micronutrients are phytonutrients or phytochemicals. These are natural compounds made in plants that can strongly support and balance immune system function. There is an unimaginable variety of phytonutrients in nature with health benefits. A number of mushrooms, in particular, have been found to contain important phytonutrients for the immune system. One for instance is an immune modulator called beta-glucans, which is found in reishi, gonoderma, shiitake, and other mushrooms. Next chapter is Eat Healthy Fats. Quote, 80% of your immune system is found in your gut, says Yang Fang Lin, MD, of the Center for Integrative Medicine at Cleveland Clinic. Quote, so when it's healthy, we tend to be able to fight off infections faster and better. When it's not healthy, meaning the gut, our immune system is weaker and more susceptible to fighting off infection. Healthy fats are those with anti-inflammatory properties like ones found in olive oil, nuts, and fatty fish like salmon. These may boost your body's immune system response by lowering inflammation. Inflammation is a natural response to stress or injury, but chronic inflammation such as that that is caused by a high fat intake, by a highly processed diet, or by a high consumption of sugars, can suppress your immune system's responses. Olive oil has been scientifically linked to a lower risk of type 2 diabetes and heart disease. It's highly anti-inflammatory and may help your body fight off dangerous viruses and bacteria. Omega-3 fatty acids, like the ones found in cold water fish, like salmon and chia seeds, have also been shown to fight inflation and support your immune system. In general, Dr. Lin recommends people focus on a Mediterranean style of eating. That means a diet rich in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and healthy fats. this eating pattern is high in nutrients such as vitamin C, zinc, and other antioxidants shown to help reduce inflammation and fight infection. Adults between 65 and 70 years of age who followed a Mediterranean diet showed small increases in disease-fighting cells, such as T-cells, according to a 2018 study published in The Frontiers in Physiology. Healthy fats can stimulate your immune system and boost your body's response to disease or infection. And our next chapter is Eat Probiotic Rich Foods. Fermented foods like yogurt, kimchi, sauerkraut, kefir, and natto are rich in helpful bacteria called probiotics. These are the same bacteria that live in your gut and help your digestive system work properly. Gut health and immunity are closely interrelated. Research has suggested that a healthy gut bacteria population can help your immune system tell the difference between healthy body cells and harmful invaders. In one study, children who drank 2.4 ounces or 70 milliliters of fermented milk daily had around 20% fewer childhood infectious diseases compared with the control group who didn't drink probiotics. If you don't regularly eat fermented foods, a probiotic supplement could be a good idea. In another study of people infected with rhinovirus, those who took a supplement of the bacterium bifidobacterium had a stronger immune system response and lower levels of the virus in their nasal mucus than the control group did. A typical dose of probiotics is between one and 10 billion CFUs or colony forming units daily. The key is to take these probiotic supplements or foods consistently to maintain a healthy gut and support your immune system. It's best to eat probiotic-rich foods like yogurt or sauerkraut, but if you can't include those in your regular diet, you should consider supplements to improve your immune response. For more information on this week's topic or challenge, and for any resources mentioned in the podcast, look for the link in this episode's description. The link will take you to my website resources page. The next chapter is Limit Sugar Intake. The latest research states that added sugars and processed foods can contribute significantly to obesity, which can in turn reduce your immune system response. One study of around a 1,000 people found that obese people who got their yearly flu shot were twice as likely to still get the flu afterwards than non-obese people who also got their vaccine. Cutting your sugar and processed food intake can lower inflammation. It also aids in weight loss and reduces your risk of developing conditions like heart disease or type two diabetes. And since all these conditions, obesity, diabetes, and heart disease are known to weaken your immune system, Curbing your sugar intake is an important part of an immune-boosting diet. Try to limit your sugar intake to 5% or less of your total daily caloric intake. If you're on a a 2,000-calorie-a-day diet, for example, you should get less than 2 tablespoons or 25 grams of sugar in one day. Reducing your sugar in processed foods can not only help you lose weight, but can improve your immune system function. Next chapter, stay hydrated. Dehydration is when your body doesn't get enough water. It can reduce your physical performance, your mood, your focus, digestion, and heart and kidney function. These can also lower your resistance to disease. Your first hint that you are not getting enough water is a common feeling, thirst. You may also get a headache. You should be drinking enough fluid to create a pale yellow urine. Water is best because it doesn't have any added calories. Try to avoid too many sweetened drinks like fruit juice, sweet tea, or sodas. While those can help hydrate you, the added sugar can reduce your immune response and negate the positive effects of drinking enough fluid. Staying hydrated can boost your immune health. Water helps your body make lymph, which carries immune system cells, like white blood cells. Try eating hydrating foods, like cucumbers, melon, or celery. Also, try to avoid overdoing diuretic or water-reducing substances, like caffeine. And our next chapter is Eat Probiotic Rich Foods. Fermented foods like yogurt, kimchi, sauerkraut, kefir, and natto are rich in helpful bacteria called probiotics. These are the same bacteria that live in your gut and help your digestive system work properly. Gut health and immunity are closely interrelated. Research has suggested that a healthy gut bacteria population can help your immune system tell the difference between healthy body cells and harmful invaders. In one study, children who drank 2.4 ounces or 70 milliliters of fermented milk daily had around 20% fewer childhood infectious diseases compared with the control group who didn't drink probiotics. If you don't regularly eat fermented foods, a probiotic supplement could be a good idea. In another study of people infected with rhinovirus, those who took a supplement of the bacterium bifidobacterium had a stronger immune system response and lower levels of the virus in their nasal mucus than the control group did. A typical dose of probiotics is between one and 10 billion CFUs or colony forming units daily. The key is to take these probiotic supplements or foods consistently to maintain a healthy gut and support your immune system. It's best to eat probiotic-rich foods like yogurt or sauerkraut, but if you can't include those in your regular diet, you should consider supplements to improve your immune response. The next chapter is limit sugar intake. The latest research states that added sugars and processed foods can contribute significantly to obesity which can in turn reduce your immune system response. One study of around a thousand people found that obese people who got their yearly flu shot were twice as likely to still get the flu afterwards than non-obese people who also got their vaccine. Cutting your sugar and processed food intake can lower inflammation. It also aids in weight loss and reduces your risk of developing conditions like heart disease or type 2 diabetes. And since all these conditions, obesity, diabetes, and heart disease, are known to weaken your immune system, curbing your sugar intake is an important part of an immune-boosting diet. Try to limit your sugar intake to 5% or less of your total daily caloric intake. If you're on a a 2,000-calorie-a-day diet, for example, you should get less than 2 tablespoons, or 25 grams, of sugar in one day. Reducing your sugar and processed foods can not only help you lose weight, but can improve your immune system function. Next chapter, stay hydrated. Dehydration is when your body doesn't get enough water. It can reduce your physical performance, your mood, your focus, digestion, and heart and kidney function. These can also lower your resistance to disease. Your first hint that you are not getting enough water is a common feeling, thirst. You may also get a headache. You should be drinking enough fluid to create a pale yellow urine. Water is best because it doesn't have any added calories. Try to avoid too many sweetened drinks like fruit juice, sweet tea, or sodas. While those can help hydrate you, the added sugar can reduce your immune response and negate the positive effects of drinking enough fluid. Staying hydrated can boost your immune health. Water helps your body make lymph, which carries immune system cells like white blood cells. Try eating hydrating foods like cucumbers, melon, or celery. Also, try to avoid overdoing diuretic or water-reducing substances like caffeine. As a general guideline, you should drink whenever you're thirsty and continue drinking until your body no longer signals it needs liquid. You may need more fluid if you exercise, work outside, or live in a hot climate. Remember that as you age, your body is less able to signal its needs for liquid so older people are less likely to drink enough. If you're over 55, you should make sure you drink enough even if you don't feel particularly thirsty. Although hydrating doesn't have a direct effect on your immune system, it's important to your overall health and thus important to your immune system. Next chapter, reduce stress. There's a strong link between your immune system and your mental health. Stress and anxiety make poor germ fighters. Studies have shown that just having anxious thoughts can lower your immune response in as little as half an hour. Constant stress makes it even harder to fight off viruses and bacteria. Stress makes your body produce cytokines, molecules that trigger inflammation that can reduce your immune response. When you're under chronic stress or anxiety, says Dr. Mark Moyad, your body produces stress hormones that suppress your immune system. Research at Carnegie Mellon University found that if you're stressed, you're more likely to come down with the common cold. And in one study, healthy adults were exposed to the cold virus, then quarantined for five days and monitored. Those who reported stress were twice as likely to get sick. In addition, Dr. Yu Fang Lin says, people who are stressed are less likely to pay attention to other healthy habits, like eating right and getting enough sleep, which can affect immunity. There is also evidence that sorrow, if it lasts a long time, can lower your body's immunity. This effect can last for up to six months and can go even longer if your grief is deep and doesn't ease. Talk to a doctor or therapist if you suffer from anxiety or grief that doesn't seem to be letting up in a reasonable time period. Although you can't avoid stress or sorrow, you can use strategies to manage it better. A 2012 study in Annals of Internal Medicine found that adults who either had a daily exercise routine or performed mindfulness meditation were less likely to get sick with the respiratory infection, or that, if they did get sick, missed fewer days at work. Exercise increases the release of endorphins, hormones that reduce stress and create feelings of pleasure. This makes it a great way to fight off stress. Dr. Lin says, since stress negatively impacts our immune system, this is another way exercise can improve the immune response. Mindfulness is a way of focusing your thoughts on the here and now, instead of worrying about the future or stressing over the past. Stress can negatively affect your immune system, but managing that stress can moderate or negate that effect. Regular exercise helps, as does mindfulness meditation, that focuses your thoughts on what's going on immediately around you, instead of letting you keep worrying. Next chapter Quit Smoking. Smoking damages your lungs, which are two of the main gateways into your body. Nicotine and marijuana both decrease your lungs' ability to fight off infection and both increase inflammation. And yes, vaping still counts as smoking if you're talking about your immune system. Chemicals released by cigarette smoke, carbon monoxide, nicotine, nitrogen oxides, and cadmium can interfere with the growth and function of immune cells like T-cells, cytokines, and B-cells per a 2016 review in OncoTarget. Smoking also makes infections worse, especially if they're in the lungs like pneumonia, flu, and tuberculosis. And overdoing the booze even once can slow your body's ability to fight off germs for a full 24 hours. Over time, drinking too much can damage your body's ability to repair damage. This is why people who drink are more prone to illnesses like liver disease, pneumonia, tuberculosis, and certain cancers. If you're going to indulge, stick to one drink a day for women and two drinks a day for men. Moderation in all things. Smoking and drinking too much are harmful in many ways. One of the things you may not have considered is your immune system. There are a multitude of ways to stop smoking and drinking. If you're having difficulty, see your doctor for some expert help to get yourself healthy again. Next chapter, conclusion. Your immune system is an amazing part of your body. It recognizes germs like viruses, bacteria, and fungi and fights them off. It also neutralizes harmful substances and fights disease-causing changes in the body. Think of the immune system as an orchestra, says Lauren Bedosky of Everyday Health. For the best performance, you want every instrument and every musician in the orchestra to perform at its best. You don't need one musician suddenly playing double speed or one instrument blaring out at top volume. The same goes for your immune system. There are many things you can do to boost your immune system and help your body fight off disease. Some of these you've heard all your life. Exercise regularly, stop smoking and drinking, get enough sleep and manage your stress. One additional method you're probably already doing is to keep your chronic conditions under control. Chronic conditions like asthma, heart disease and diabetes can affect the immune system and increase your risk of infection, says Podosky. A 2019 study in Current Diabetes Review found that people with type 2 diabetes who don't keep their blood glucose levels under control may create a chronic low-grade inflammation response that weakens their immune systems. If you manage your chronic conditions better, says Dr. Lin, you'll free up more reserves to help your body fight off infection. So stay on top of your chronic conditions, take your medications, keep your doctor visits, and keep up any healthy habits that keep that condition at bay. Your immune system will thank you, says Bedowski. And next chapter, supplement recommendations. In addition to the foregoing lifestyle and diet changes, I recommend a couple of wintertime supplements to support immune function. I personally have suffered a cold or the flu, only rarely, as long as I take these supplements regularly. Knock on wood. And there is a picture of two supplements. One is D3-5000 with K2, and the other is immune support by Nutridyne. These two supplements provide the nutrients I referred to in the Eat Whole Plant Foods and Micro and Phytonutrients sections of this report. As a rule of thumb, when it comes to nutritional supplements, you get what you pay for. I recommend only professional-grade supplements. These are supplements that are sold to health providers for them to recommend to patients. This level of product has a high-quality control standard. Many supplements on the market today are junk. The Attorney General of the State of New York recently investigated four well-known commercial brands, Of supplements. None of the supplements that were investigated had accurate labels, meaning that what was supposed to be in the supplements was not there and in many cases what was in them was potentially toxic or could provoke allergic reactions. As a result of the investigation, the brands were all forced to take the supplements off of the market. Here is a link to the vitamin D and immune support supplements that are shown above and that I recommend. Please note, these supplements are available only through health providers and are consequently not easy to find online. I have arranged a 15% discount for all purchases through the above link to the Nutridyne online store. Final chapter, resources. Here are links to a few resources that I believe will help you. Immune-boosting vitamins, things that can suppress your immune system. And that concludes How to Prepare Your Immune System for a Wintertime by Dr. Harlan Mittag. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Self-Rejuvenating Body podcast. Remember the challenge for this week, and I'll see you next week.